Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here for Kathy Ransom, our host in each and every week. And she is a wonderful author, a writer, and uh, of course, radio show and podcast host. And she has her own uh, television channel. And we'll get into that. It's a work in progress. And uh, more and more, you can see her documentary there. And you can see her documentary um, in, in different spots. And, uh, you know, listen, watch it because she's wonderful. And that's called Ransom Notes as well. And without further ado, let me bring on our host each and every week, Kathy Ransom. Kathy, how are you? I'm fine. And the words that come out of my mouth because we're into March is, you know, it's time to go fly a kite. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, did you hear that expression when you were growing up, go fly a kite? Yeah, but it was usually uh, it was usually like a, an insult, like, get out of here, get out of my hair. Yeah. Go fly a kite. But, but it does sort of fit in March when we think of all the winds. Yeah. I wonder if the kids nowadays, if you said go fly a kite, they would say go fly a what? You know, that's interesting. I don't think we do see, you certainly see some around at times, but I don't, and maybe I'm just in the wrong spaces. And, you know, by the time you get to be 87, you're not out in the playground as often <laughs> as, as you were when you were a bit younger. Yeah. Uh, but we got back not long ago from a, a, a trip. Actually, I think we had been in Hawaii to see my, my middle niece and her husband. But as we were driving in <clears throat> here at, excuse me, at Concordia, where we now share in a senior living area, uh, somebody said, don't go outside. Don't go outside. Get in, because we drive into the garage, you know, so it was it was enclosed area. And we responded, well, why in the world shouldn't we go outside? And, well, there was allegedly, not allegedly, it had been spotted, a lion had been roaming around and been spotted right on the edge of our property. It had been across the street in the park area. It had been in the so, sort of areas oh around here. Well, why why would we want, why would we be scared of a lion? Well, <laughs> they could uh, attack you and kill you if it's hungry enough, scared enough. Yeah, and when you think of lion, what words? What, what think of four or five or six words that pop in your brain? When if somebody mentions the word of of a lion, as as you might use lion to describe, I think uh, I I think uh, uh, Daniel. I think of Daniel and the lion. I um, I also there's an expression that I I I love, and it's uh, it's kind of a warlike expression. I guess I shouldn't, but it says an army of lambs led by a lion can often defeat an army of la uh, lions led by a lamb, and I think of the Lord. When I think of that, you know, he was a, he was a lion, even though he didn't look like a lion. And and his Christians that that uh, came around him, especially in the beginning, were in the minority. And they uh, they they lasted. They outlasted the Roman Empire and everything else. Lions, uh, uh, you know, brave king of the jungle king, you know, maybe. Uh, maybe that I know in the Wizard of Oz it was the cowardly lion, but I don't usually think of that. Um, pride, uh, uh, pride is uh, you know what they travel in, 
and you've seen them in the wild. I've seen them in the wild, and uh, just a beautiful animal. So um, strong, and and um, uh, there's a. There's another a great expression that has lion in it. I'm going to say it. I don't know much about St. Augustine, but, and I've said this before, but uh, he said, uh, truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. You just let it out, and it'll take care of itself. So I think of, uh, of all of those things when I think of lions. And I know you were kind of looking for word association, but uh, that's what comes to mind when I think of lion. I think there's also some adjectives that describe him. Uh, describe them, pardon me. Uh, I think of them as uh, unrestrained, uh, boisterous, exuberant, uh, obstreperous at times. They're sort of savage. And then that's balanced with this beautiful, uh, uh, I'm not not thinking of the right word. When it moves, when a lion walks, you hardly realize it's moving. It just sort of glides. And it is so quiet. Uh, because it's of the cat family. And, you know, it has those soft pads and it's sort of fuzzy. It, and so when I start thinking of a lion, I really start thinking of two personalities. If you sort of stop and think about it, this beautiful beast, especially if you're looking at the male with that, uh, the, the fur around mane. its... Uh, mane. The mane. Yeah, you got it, the mane. And, and you think about that beautiful beast and the color with the sun shining on it. Uh, when we would see it coming through the uh, the wooded area toward our, when we would be in a, a safari bus with our cameras and see it coming, it, 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 you, you couldn't hear a thing. You just, maybe there'd be four or five lions accidentally together, which was really incredible when you would see more than one. Uh, you'd see them coming. And then there's the other side of that lion. And we had the, I don't know whether you call it the privilege, but at least we had the opportunity to not see the action of the wicked side of the lion, but the results. The lion is sleeping, and beside him is the carcass that remains after the lion had his meal from killing that beast. So, when I think as a Christian of the scriptures, that, and we make the reference to the lion, whom do we really think of is referred to in the scriptures? There's really two personalities that are referred to as a lion. One is Satan himself. He sneaks up on us. He is quiet. He is vicious. He gives the appearance of being a smooth talker. Uh, Yes, if you do this, you're going to have all the wealth in the world, or you're going to have friends, or you're going to have a good evening. And then there's the side of him that sort of wants, that sort of devours you. And the scripture gets a little plain and talks about him. And I would just read one for you, our our audience, from 1 Peter, the the 5th chapter, the 8th verse. Be alert, be sober in your mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a what? A roaring 
lion. Wow. Looking for someone to devour. We sometimes as Christians slip, fall, see that temptation. You know what is tempting to you, whether it's for some, whether it's a uh, a relationship that is uh, not a Christian relationship, whether it's something we're taking into our body that is harmful, whether it's an attitude that I have of anger or impatience or unkindness. All of those are things that Satan, pretending or acting or having the characteristics of a lion, is encouraging us to do so that we fall away from the Lord. And then by the other token, sometimes the Lord is referred to as a lion, a lion in Judah that loves us and cares for us and protects us. So today, I just encourage us to be aware that we're not devoured by the lion, but that we shine like the Lord and... uh, be humble and safe. Wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful. And uh, right, uh, the lion has two sides to it. And, you know, the scriptures point that out. Do you have a final thought for us? Well, there is this little statement that I read. Eighth graders were getting ready to present Shakespeare's Hamlet. And they were doing it in a church basement at 7 p.m. The congregation was invited to attend this tragedy. Now you have to sort of think about it. Who's the tragedy? The eighth graders or a tragic prediction of Hamlet or the story of Hamlet that's a tragedy. But it was going to happen, some kind of a tragedy. And then I have one other little thought because some of us may be working on our taxes because maybe we are not quite done. Did you ever notice that when you put the put two words together, the, T-H-E, and I-R-S, together they spell <clears throat> theirs, T-H-E-I-R. Isn't, isn't that interesting? Yeah, I never thought of it that is? before. I never heard of it. Yeah. I had neither to just, and that is sort of what happens. I get to send mine to theirs. <laughs> it's theirs. What uh, your, what's yours is theirs. But what's theirs is right. also theirs, but not ours. That's right. Hey, listen, have a good week. You too. Kathy Ransom, everyone. You've been listening to Ransom Notes. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio.